Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Heart to Heart Real Business Podcast, where we talk about real business, real growth, and what it truly takes to have a business, not only that you love, but also makes a ton of money along the way. This is a place you can come to listen, share, learn, and just be yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Hartsman. Welcome to the show. Hello, podcast fam. Welcome back. Oh, I'm so excited for today's episode. As I say in the beginning of every, every episode, I kid you not, like every time I hit record, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. Because as you know, I don't put anything on this podcast that like isn't worth listening to. And recently, I've gotten so many messages from you guys that you're telling me you're loving the podcast. So first and foremost, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for being here, being a part of my community, for listening, tuning in, sharing, leaving reviews. When you guys do that, it just allows so many other business owners, entrepreneurs to find this podcast and get the support that they're desiring. And so if you're loving this show, if you could go ahead, leave a review. Let us know what you're thinking of the show um, and get my DMs. Let me know what you're thinking of the show and let me know if there's any specific episodes that you want to hear. I love hearing from you guys and what would serve you on this podcast. And what's so cool is when you guys give us that feedback, we actually create it. So I just want to say thank you so much and thank you for being a part of my community. Each and every one of you seriously means so, so, so much to me. Now, let's get into the goods. Okay, so first of all, if you're anything like me, and my guess is if you're attracted to my work, if you're um, consuming my content, if you're, if you're a current client of mine or you're thinking about becoming a client of mine, my guess is there's a part of you, if not a big part of you, that wants to feel safe in your business, that wants to have a business that is actually sustainable, where you can literally say, hey, business, do your thing. Kind of like it's like, hey, Alexa, can you tell me the weather? (laughs) It's like, hey, business, do your thing. That is something for me in my own business and the work I do with my clients is really, really important. It is like one of my most important values, one of my most important things that I do and implement inside of my own business and that I teach. And I'll never forget, I want to share a little story with you guys. I'll never forget sitting on the couch in our one bedroom apartment, my husband and I in Miami. This is, oh gosh, I don't even know. Those of you that are in a relationship, I feel like I'm the worst with um, our anniversary and I feel like when I think about how long we've been together and things that have happened, it all feels like it was like in the same year, even though this was like, I think five, maybe six years ago. I don't know. Time is always lost on me. I always like, I can't ever get my timelines right. But needless to say, a couple of years ago, I will never forget sitting on the couch with my husband. He was then my boyfriend, now my husband. And I was in $28,000 of personal and slash business debt, right? But I really was personal because I didn't have like the funds to pay it from the business. So I really like equate that as personal debt. And this day, I had just gotten the mail from the mailbox. I came inside, opened the mail and saw a $15,000 hospital bill staring at me. 
So my $28,000 of debt that I had had then in one minute, one moment of opening the mail had just turned into $43,000 of debt. And I remember wishing I didn't go get the mail that day. I was just like, oh, if I didn't open the mail this day today, like I wouldn't have known this. And isn't it so interesting how like we avoid when it comes to money sometimes and how we get really uncomfortable. And what's so interesting at that time in business, I was making money. I was making pretty decent money. Truthfully, I was averaging anywhere from five to 10 to 15 K months at the time. That was like my collective average. Um, Some months would be 7K, some would be 8K, some would be that higher tier 15. However, those months were really up and down and they weren't predictable. And every single new month that started, a wave of panic would set in. And so when I got this bill in the mail, I I was sitting on our couch. My uh, boyfriend, now husband at the time, had gotten home from work. And I was like, I said, I need to tell you something. And I was crying hysterically and I was sharing with him, I'm just terrified. Like the business, I'm making more money than I've ever made in my life. But now to have $43,000 of debt, like I can't pay this hospital bill. And he was like offering to help me. And my ego was like, no. (laughs) And I honestly, I didn't know what I was going to do or what that was going to look like. Like I just, I remember that moment so clearly of it was just fear, scarcity, worry, uncertainty, but it was also this deeper knowing. Like I had like this internal knowing that even though like on the outside I was freaking the fudge out and I was crying hysterically, I also knew I'd be okay. I also knew the business will figure this out and like one day I'll be debt free. Like I knew that to my core if I just kept going. And even though it makes kind of no sense, right? Because it's like, if you're in debt, I think in like normal standards, if you're in debt, it's like, stop spending money and then you'll, you'll, you won't be in debt, which like isn't necessarily true. Um, for me in that time to continue investing in my business was something that for me felt like a personal priority. Um, and I'm really glad I did because ultimately that is one of the things that helped me to get out of debt, even though spending more money at that time didn't logically make sense. But in this season of my life, in this season of my business, even if I hadn't had the debt, these same thoughts would have had happened for me every single month. Where every new month that would start, the wave of panic would flood in. And I'd have these repetitive thoughts constantly come up of, I hope I can hit the same amount I made last month. Like, I hope I can hit that. I hope I can hit that. I hope I can hit that. And what if I can't ever get to where I want to go? Those two thoughts were like living on repeat. And it's like, it was so like controversial at the moment for me because there was like this deep knowing of I knew that I would, but also this fear and this worry and this doubt of like, but what if I don't? Because I couldn't see it. I couldn't see how it was possible. And I just remember that heaviness of every single new month. I literally, the best way to describe it was I felt suffocated by worry, fear, and doubt. And I knew for my mental health, for my physical health, for my relationship, for my life, something had to change. 
I knew. Like I was like, something has to change. The business has to change. And most importantly with this, I had to be willing to change. Because the way in which I was operating in my business was very much like, where's the next sale? Where's the next sale? Where's the next sale? Where's the next sale? And I think it's really easy to get caught there. And I was caught there for quite some time. And I, I think it's normal. Not that I want to normalize that, but I think when we're when we're in seasons um, in our business, when it's like, we've got to make money, right? To pay the bills. Like in a business, you've got to make money. It's a business, right? It's not a hobby. It's a business. The business has to make money. And so... I remember just really much operating at that place of like, where's next client? Where's next client? Where's next client? Where's next client? And therefore, since I was operating that place, my business was running in that place. And that's where the worry, the scare, scarcity, the fear was, was coming from because of the way in which I was operating my business. And many of us get caught here because of course we've got to make money. But what I had to do when I realized one, that something needed to change Two, the business needed to change. And three, that I had to be willing to change. I remember making an internal promise to myself. It was like, you guys know like that handshake emoji that everyone's using these days, right? I love it. I love that emoji. That handshake emoji was like, that's like literally what happened internally for me. It was like that handshake emoji inside my body, inside my knowing, an internal promise to myself that one I was going to, I was going to change and I was going to shift the business, but I had to promise myself that I wouldn't sit in disappointment that getting to where I knew I could be in my business with a consistent business, that I wouldn't allow myself to get disappointed or not to fully fudge and go for it because it wasn't going to happen overnight. I had to promise myself that. Well, it was hard because we live in an instantaneous world and literally Alexa in our home, she can't hear me, so I don't have to whisper. She's a couple rooms away as I record. (laughs) But she answers all my questions all day, right? We live, Alexa, what's the weather? Alexa, what's this, this plus this? Alexa, put on a timer for me. Like she does so many things for me throughout the day, right? It's instantaneous. And we live in this instantaneous world. And I think sometimes we live in that in our businesses. We like, there's a little bit of, um, this instantaneous mindset that can come into, like all of a sudden it's like, oh, just because I decided it, I deserve it right now. And I'm not saying I didn't deserve it then, but I had to do the things in order for the thing I wanted to have happen come into place. It wasn't a matter of me just deciding it was going to happen. That was part of it. The decision is part of it. The implementation is the second part of it. And that's something I think so many miss. And for me was literally the turning point of my business. Because the shifts that I decided to make from that day, hands down, hands down, shifted the whole trajectory of my business and my life. But had I not made that internal promise that I wouldn't like, give up, that I wouldn't just allow myself to have a pity party constantly or sit in disappointment that just because I decided this and it didn't happen overnight or didn't happen in three months time or six months time, that I would still wholeheartedly go for it because that's what I set out to do. And it didn't happen overnight. I will share that with you. It did. Things did drastically change, however, in about a year's time. 
which if you think about it, I'm recording this. It's July 2023. You might be listening this two years from now, um, but it's July 2023 right now. And we're six months into the year, seven months. This is the seventh month. <laughs> Math, right? Um, this is the seventh month of the year. The year, it, like, we're already halfway through the year, which is just crazy to me. I feel like 2023 just started, right? And so if you think about it, a year's time in business is actually nothing. But here's what happened, and here's what shifted, and here's how shift, things shifted. The first things you need to know is I didn't rush the process. And I didn't jump ship to a new mentor every time things got hard. Truthfully, truthfully for me, what's, what's worked for me is I've always stayed with mentors for longer periods of time if they, if they were the right mentor, right? Um, I do think that I don't think if you're like with somebody and it's not the right fit, like do not stay. You know what's best for you. 111%, you know that. But I've always stayed with mentors for longer periods of time, whether that be um, six months, nine months, a year, two years, four years, um, it, it depends. And in those times, that doesn't mean I haven't hired other people or plugged into other programs or plugged into masterminds, depending on what I've needed. But I wasn't somebody that was like constantly jumping ship for somebody to save me because ultimately it's up to me and ultimately your results are up to you, right? And from having done this, I do believe that I've seen massive growth because I didn't have to constantly be reacquainted with a new mentor and then get inside of my business and know me and all of those good things. With this, I didn't blame anyone and I didn't make anyone else responsible for my results because my results have been and always have been up to me. And the same holds true for you. And isn't that really cool that you hold the power of the outcome of whatever it is you want and desire? I think that's really fudging cool. And that day crying on the couch to my husband, getting that $15,000 hospital bill in the mail that like, I still remember, like as I'm talking this out loud, I still like remember that feeling And it was just, I wish I could hug that version of me and just be like, you're going to be okay. You figured it out. Because from that moment, I became a woman that no matter what, no matter what, I would go for what I want. And I became somebody who was willing to literally fuck around and figure it out. One of my mentors always says that, fuck around and figure it out. And it's very appropriate in this moment of that's who I became, I became a person that like, I was willing to try it. I was willing to test things. I was willing to fail. So often I think we're not willing to fail. Therefore we hold back from trying things because we're so scared of disappointment or we're like, uh, I don't know if that'll work for me. So we don't even try it. And it could be like the exact thing that changes the outcome in our business. And so that's who I became. And that's literally what I did. And so I played. And what I did was I became very intentional with my business model. And my number one goal at that time was to start creating recurring revenue because the biggest thing I wanted to mitigate was that feeling of the start of every single month being like, oh, where's, the where's the money going to come from this month? And or looking at like, okay, the next three months I've got recurring revenue coming in, but in, in three months time, it's going to be so much lower. And all of a sudden I'm like panicking because it's like, oh, in three months, the money's going to disappear. I, I wanted to mitigate all of that. I wanted to mitigate all of those things. That feeling, that lack, that scarcity, that unpredictability, I didn't want it. I know you can't see me, but I'm like moving my hands around, like shooing those feelings. 
shift away because that I just, I didn't want it. It wasn't for me. So I've got, I had to shift. I had to shift things. And if you're resonating with this, if you're like, yes, I just want to reflect to you, like we get to shift it. If you want to change things, you get to change things. If you don't love the way in which your business is operating right now, you get to change things. And that's like really, really, really powerful. You're never stuck unless you decide to stay stuck. So over time, what I saw start to happen was those five to 10 to 15K months that I was averaging, we started to see five to $10,000 start coming in and recurring revenue, which that was coming into the business now, like before the month even started, I was able to look at, let's say August, let's say we are in July. So I was able to look at August and be like, okay, we have $5,000 coming in before August even starts. And if I sell even more in July and have people on payment plans and in different offers or selling people in advance for some things, we can bump that up to even higher. And I started really playing with the intentionality of not only what I was doing with my offers, what I was selling, how I was selling. Um, There's a multitude of things that came into play here that started to create this. And so as that started to really grow and really pick up, which again, it didn't happen overnight. It grew and grew and grew. And then what happens with recurring revenue is it stacks on top of one another. And then what happened was it then grew to $20,000 a month, starting the month at $20,000. When that started happening, I like actually couldn't believe it. Cause I was like, for the longest time, all I ever wanted to make was a 20K month. Like, and then having $20,000 in recurring revenue was like, holy shit. And now we, we've grown way beyond this in recurring revenue, which to me, like sometimes I still have to pinch myself because it's, it's incredible. It is incredible. And I'm so thankful and I have so much gratitude. And here's what I will will share with you is this came from a decision, right? One, a decision, but two, being very intentional with what do I want my business to create for me? How do I want my business to actually run outside of just thinking about it's a new month. How much money do I want to make? I actually don't even do that really sometimes, but rarely sometimes I like, I forget like July started and I haven't really even thought about what, what we want in July, which I just know I'm going to, I'm going to create and have whatever I want, whatever that looks like. And I, I don't worry because we also have so much recurring revenue coming in. And I want you to know if I can do this, you can do this. If you're somebody that craves safety in business, as entrepreneurs, I'll never forget early on in my business, um, when I noticed very quickly the unpredictability of entrepreneurship and the unpredictability of that could happen in income, one of my first mentors said, oh, it's just normal. Like this is entrepreneurship. It's just normal. And I was like, like nails on a chalkboard. Like, uh, I don't know if I love that being my normal. I don't know if I love that. And I'll never forget that conversation because I reflect on that a lot now that I am where I am. And I'm like, I'm really just glad I didn't listen to that. I'm really glad that I didn't make someone else's normal my normal or somebody else's story my story. And that's something I want you to be mindful of, especially in this industry is take what take what's yours, take what feels good that other people maybe say or teach or coach or mentor you on and leave the rest. 
whatever doesn't doesn't feel good or doesn't feel like it's like yours or needs to be your story, especially I think primarily in like the limiting belief realm, a lot of people will um, portray their limiting beliefs onto you like that mentor had done a couple years ago saying, well, that's just entrepreneurship up and down in money. And I was like, I could either accept that as mine and make that truth and fact, or I, I don't have to actually believe that that's mine and how, how my business needs to run. And when I, when I realized and I figured out that I don't have to have a business that does that, okay, I'm going to make sure that I, I create my business intentionally and it's going to take time to, to create that stability for myself, but I'm, I'd rather take that time to do that than spend the next however many years living in feast or famine, living in scarcity, worry, fear, doubt. Like I'd rather take the time to build something worth building than just like focusing on sale after sale after sale after sale. That's my personal preference. And what I will share with you is focusing on recurring revenue for me has made my business so consistent for years, for years. Literally my CEO, CFO, almost said my CEO, my CFO, my like accountant, bookkeeper, she's in my money. She's been in my business for years. She has seen all the behind the scenes with my money. And she always tells me, she goes, Michelle, you have one of the most consistent businesses I've literally ever seen, ever. And she's like, and you don't launch. (laughs) She actually, the other day, uh, sent me a DM and was like, can you teach, start teaching me this? Which I was like, honestly, really, really flattered. I'm like, if when somebody sees your finances, they see your money and then they see like the way in which you sell and market and what you teach and they want to learn from you because they know you're telling the truth. Like that is just, that was probably like one of the, the best compliments I think I've ever, ever received to like be able to help her, like somebody that's like in my money. It was just, it was a really full circle moment for me, full circle moment. But I do want to share with you some things that having done this in my business, having created such a consistent, sustainable business, what this has done for me and my little family has been really, really insane. Because when you have a consistent business, you know, most of the time people are like, oh, entrepreneurs, you can't buy a house, you you have trouble getting apartments, etc. Because because you're like not quote unquote the nine to five worker. So your income, I'm using air quotes, is unpredictable. Air quotes, okay? For me, I didn't have an issue. We were able to get a penthouse in Miami after after I worked my income up from our, our one-bedroom apartment. We were able to get a penthouse. We lived in a penthouse in Miami. While we were living in that penthouse, we were able to buy our brand new home. And mind you, I want to share with you, when we bought our house, my husband, he worked in Miami. So he had no job when we were coming back to New Jersey when we were buying our home. So I bought that house literally just my business. Got that, um, what's that called? Pre-approval. And then the loan and all of that stuff, just under the business. And that's because of the recurring revenue and the consistency that the lenders were able to see. We're able to travel whenever we want. Even though my husband hates flying, and I'm a homebody for the most part, I don't love traveling all the time, but I do love traveling. <laughs> so I'm like a, I'm in the middle. We had our dream wedding. My, I literally paid for that whole wedding. I got my dream car. I take time off whenever I want. I take sick days. I give back. I donate. I do what I want because I'm no longer just operating from this place of, oh my God, it's a new month. What am I going to do? I couldn't handle that. It was literally my nervous system was shot. And I'm not saying that there won't be moments or seasons like that in a business. 
I 111% had to go through that in my business to get to where I am today. I, you don't just like start a business and then have recurring revenue coming in from day one. No. But if I knew the things I knew now, could I have been where I am now much sooner? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what I want to share with you is if you want to shift what's going on in your business, you get to. You get to. And it's not always just a matter of like, let me increase my prices. Sometimes that's the answer. If you want to make more money, sometimes that's like that. Sometimes the answer is that simple. Sometimes, especially if you haven't increased your rates in like two years, three years, um, you definitely should. I think at least, again, as always, you guys know, take what feels good and leave the rest. I think at least increasing your rates once a year, your business. We are, we live in times where the cost of everything is going up. You've got to pay your bills, increase your prices at least once a year, at least, if not as much as you want to, because we live, we have an interesting industry that you could do whatever you want with your pricing, right? You do whatever you want with it. You do whatever you want. Um, and I'm not here to coach you through that today. But if you, if you want to create a business that's like, business, do your thing, like you get to, you 111% get to. And it's just, it's going to take some shifting. It's going to take some business model shifting. It's going to take looking at what you actually want, how we're going to create that for you. It's going to look at, is your business right now dependent on you needing to launch all of the time? Do you want to be launching all of the time? Many people often get caught in that because launching is the way in which they're primarily making money and or getting bigger cash injections. I hear this all the time. If I'm not launching, people aren't really buying, right? And that's okay if that's something you you love, that's you, that you do you like do you, but if you want to shift that, we can shift that. Like your business does not need to be dependent on a launch. And I'm not saying you never launch. I don't ever hate on launching. It's just not something I, I teach. It's just not something I do in this current moment in my business. And I just haven't done it in quite some time. But if you want a business that isn't dependent on you needing to be on all the time and is making money, whether you're on or not on, is on, wow, words are hard right now, is making money whether you're on or not, we get, we get to do that. You get to create that. And at this point, like I'm an expert when it comes to recurring revenue. I've literally been talking about this for years in the coaching space for years. Um, this is nothing new. You can probably scroll through this, this uh, podcast and find multiple episodes on recurring revenue. And I do want to share something with you guys because I can't not share it with you. I am bringing a training to life this July on recurring revenue that will help you to create a business, have a business that can withstand it all. When I say withstand it all, life will life. If you've been around here for a while, you know last year my life was one hell of a dumpster fire. My husband's brother passed away. My husband had to have like an emergency open heart surgery, triple bypass, bypass, yeah, bypass, <laughs> open heart surgery. We had a wedding. My mom was, uh, my mom was on chemo for her cancer. It was just, it was a year. It was a year. Um, and my business didn't stop. There wasn't a blip. There wasn't a dip in income. Even my accountant was like, you like literally 
took the whole summer off to like take care of your husband. <laughs> like, how are there no dips in income? And it's because of what I'm going to be teaching inside of this class. I have never taught it this way. I am pulling back the curtain. We are breaking down multitudes of ways that you can create recurring revenue and sustainability and safety inside of your business so that it can support you in every single season because guess what? You're human and life will life. And I will, I will share this with you. This will be our best class today. I, I cannot emphasize that enough. I just feel it in my core and like this is, you guys know, you guys just know, this is my jam. And so if you want to attend, as you are listening to this, the class is either on pre-sale, if you're listening to this in July 2023, before July 18th, class is on pre-sale and I'm going to drop the link to the class itself in the show notes, in the show notes of this episode. And you can DM me over on the socials to get inside. If you're listening to this and the class is already passive, of course you can get inside of this passively. Of course, and you get lifetime access. If you can't attend live with us, that's okay. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just thinking out loud here because we're going to be in pre-sale and public sale and I don't want to confuse you with the links. We're not going to put a link in the show notes. Just DM me over on Instagram or on Facebook, wherever you follow me, wherever we connect. I'm over there at Michelle Hartsman. On Insta, just send me a DM and I will get the link to you, whether we're in pre-sale or public sale. And then if you're catching this episode and it's months later, years later, and you want access to the class, of course you can get access to this class at any time. Just message me over at Michelle Hartsman and I'll get you access. I love you. I will see you in the next episode. And remember, my friends, everything gets to sell everything. <laughs>